Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. This year, the Johannesburg Jewish Male Choir, or the JJMC, is presenting Sounds of Celebration to mark Israel's 70th birthday and its own 33 years of existence. The music will encompass family oldies as well as modern songs. And I am delighted to have the founder, musical director, accompanist and secretary of the JJMC, Evelyn Green, as my guest to tell me more about this organization and the role it's played in Johannesburg Jewish cultural life. Firstly, Sharice, thank you very much for your wonderful invitation. And good morning to the listeners. JJMC has become an institution, I think, in the cultural scene of Johannesburg, we are into our 33rd year, please God, and hopefully we will, please God, will have the koyach to continue for many years to come, providing a service whereby we try to create and preserve the heritage of Jewish music in all its forms. When the choir was first formed in 1986, the program, cons- the program was consisting mainly of chazonot, very, very little bit of light music, but mainly chazonot, and as with the change of times and perhaps one has to move on, we have introduced and changed the, the repertoire of the program to include some lighter compositions, some Hebrew songs, some Yiddish songs, some Hasidic songs, and even some English songs. So to the listeners out there, we really appeal to you to please support us in this wonderful concert, which is to celebrate Israel's 70th birthday. It will be taking place at the Great Park Shul in Glenhove Road, Melrose, Great Park is the continuation of the wonderful Walman Street Shul, whereby real coincidences where I started my career in Jewish music way back in 1979. So, Evelyn, I was going to ask you, kind of first off, how did you, as obviously a woman, <laughs> start the male choir, the Joburg male choir? Well, it wasn't only me. It was together with three other wonderful, wonderful people, Bob Borofsky, late Gus Levy and Leo Himmelstein. The choir was formed initially when the late Chazan Gluck, Johnny Gluck, passed away at a very, very early age of 36 years old. And he was the Chazan at Walmerance, and I had the privilege of being his accompanist. So wherever he sang at any wedding or any concert or function throughout South Africa, I accompanied him. And when he passed away, it's quite bizarre because within half an hour, Bob Borofsky, who was the choir master at Sorodin Shul and a very, very well-known baritone, operatic baritone, phoned me and said, Evie, I think we must form a choir in memory of Johnny. Johnny passed away on the 13th of June on a Thursday, and this was Monday morning, 11 o'clock. Mm. Ten past 11 on the same day, late Gus Levy phoned. Gus Levy was the choir master Berea Shul and Greenside Shul and also was a professional musician principal second violinist of the then SABC Orchestra, which became the National Symphony Orchestra. And he said to me, Evelyn, I've been giving some thought, and I think we have to form a male choir and do a concert to perpetuate Johnny's memory. I said, this is ridiculous because Bob has just phoned me at 11 o'clock. And lo and behold, at 20 past 11 on the same day, Leo Himmelstein, who was the choir master in Waverly Shaw and a wonderful musical arranger, never learned, I've been giving some thought, and I think we should form a choir. I said, well, this has just got to be. So it was by Shet, and all got together. So so that was the beginning that of the That was the beginning choir. of the choir in 1986. And I imagine at that time you didn't imagine it would be still strong 33 no, years later. Not not at all. We thought we would do one concert as a memorial concert to Lake Johnny. The proceeds of the concert went to his wife, Judy, 
to, to pay for the flat that they were staying in as well as education for the children. And we thought it would be a once-off, but it really... So how did, how did the momentum start? I mean, so obviously there was a, this heartfelt need to, to pay tribute. And then? So what actually happened was to get for the Shloshim service, I contacted all the choir masters of all the shores, most of the shores in Johannesburg. I didn't know all the choir masters at that stage. And we had a Shloshim service in Warman Street Shore, which the late Mr. Coleman, Reverend Coleman, who was the choir master of Oxford Shore, conducted the choir. And I stood at the door taking names and contact numbers. There were no emails and cell phones in those days, mm-hmm. but telephone numbers and addresses of all the choristers who came to pay tribute to Lady Johnny. And that's how we got the choir together. Then Bob, Gus, Leo and myself got together at my house and we said, right, four of us, we need to have a choir. Where do we start? So we really had a list of choristers from the people who were who showed interest in participating in the Shloshim service. One needed a chairman, so Bob said he would be prepared to act as a chairman. Obviously, you need a conductor, and there was nobody else other than Lad Gus Levy. You needed a musical arranger, which was Leo. You needed an accompanist, which was me. I was having having accompanied a lot of people, you know, many artists and singers, operatic singers and so on, and a secretary. And I said, well, believe it or not, when I matriculated, I did go to business college to do shorthand and typing in case I didn't make a go of music. I'm prepared to be the secretary. And and how many roles have you taken on since then? You are still the secretary. You yes, are I'm still, still the, the musical director. Well, actually, you are the accompanist. I am still the accompanist. I am the honorary secretary. I'm the tea girl, tea <laughs> coffee. Um, unfortunately, Gus Levy passed away in 2001. And we had Ephraim Katz, who was our conductor for a period of time, and then the late Walter Money. And from 2005, I've been given this wonderful role of being the musical director of the JJMC with the most <laughs> wonderful chairman, Professor Russell Lurie, who joined, I think he and Barney Zagnov are the, well, the <laughs> oldest, not oldest in age, but longest standing yes. members of the choir. And Russell has been the chairman and a bastion of support and encouragement, and together we've steered the ship to where we are. It's fantastic, um, Evelyn. And I think what's amazing about it is there's obviously volunteers. Yes, everybody's volunteer, all of us. Me too. I don't get paid a single cent. So this is real kind of... But do you have a sense that once you're together, a sense of family? Absolutely. It's one happy family. And please God, it should continue like that. And through the medium of music, Jewish music, the choruses that we've got are wonderful people. They come voluntarily. They come every week, every Sunday night from 7 to 9.30. As Aidan knows, we have a little tea break for 10 minutes. And we work very hard. Now, of course, nearer to the time of the concert, I've had to introduce weekday rehearsals because of all the Ontavian being on a Sunday evening. So I've had to make up lost time. Um, Evelyn, when you talk about choirs and you talk about shul choirs, is the concept of a shul choir going out of fashion or do you think there's a revival to it? Well, generally I'm not a negative person at all, but I think the way things are going at the moment... It's not looking very, very good because for some reason or other young children, and I think your Aiden, darling Aiden, is an exception, the younger children today are not particularly interested in coming to sing in a shul choir for various reasons. Pressure of work, lots of work at school, sport. Maybe at home parents are not really encouraging the children to participate and sing to learn a musical instrument. I think there are many, many facets. And also the mommy or the daddy has to bring the child to rehearsals. 
But I think once they get going, mm. it's a wonderful experience. But I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say so, but uh, <laughs> the future doesn't look too prosperous in terms of that. And in terms of um, kind of collecting, you wouldn't collect a choir. I'm not sure what the verb, the correct verb is. But getting people to come and um, do you advertise? Is it word of mouth? Is it? I mean, I'm sure you're already thinking for your your performance next year. Well, at this point, <laughs> you're thinking sorry, very much about your performance this year. About the 23rd of October, and then after one has to get together. I think the only, only way to really encourage young children is to go around to the schools. But we did some years back. Russell and I wrote letters to the various principals of the Jewish day schools, and I'm sorry to say we got a very negative response. If anything, do you know what? Um, I interviewed a little while back uh, two women from the Union of Jewish Women, and they were helping in homes in terms of dementia. And what they said that um, the people they were with appreciated the absolute most was singing. Mm. That were, out of all the activities that they did with those suffering dementia, the singing was the ones that brought them all together, that they all participated in, and they all enjoyed and it, it kind of must talk to something absolutely innate within us. Well, I think that music is, firstly, it's a wonderful therapy, whether you sing or you're playing the piano or violin or cello, whatever it is. And two-point also could be a form of escapism because we're going into, we're going into another world. And it's just something that is just so wonderful. I mean, I thank Hashem a million times. I've been a professional this is my 52nd year, and I still love music as much as I did when I started. And so there's just something there that draws the neshama and the feeling and the emotions. And I'm just wondering um, whether people, kids are spontaneous singers, but then you're told maybe you're good at it or you're not good at it or you shouldn't or you need a talent or only if you're talented can you take up a musical instrument. You, you're shaking your head. I don't believe in that at all. As I say, I've, I've got a very, very big studio and it's okay if the student is talented. It's fine, but without the hard work, you don't really get anywhere. And sometimes those students or children, if one calls them that, who are talented abuse their talent. And the child that is maybe less talented but works harder at the end of the day will, will do better. But the whole thing is, I believe, to instill a love of music into the children. Any form of music, classical music. For me, I'm a classical musician. So obviously I'm going to say that. And I just wish that the Jewish day schools would introduce music, more. more music into the curriculum. Not so much talent, so much talent as talent. I mean, can anybody sing? Yes, of course. Really? Sure. <laughs> sure, you have to be given the opportunity. And if it doesn't work straight away, you learn and you develop. Not everybody can do everything straight away. We have to practice. You know the famous phrase, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. So that's all it's all about. And I know you have, um, through the years trained and taught and um, you know kind of been part of the lives of so many musicians in this country um, and I'm, I'm always curious to know do those that stick it out uh, what is it is it just an awesome innate love a talent a, a, a it's, it's a love it's a passion it's a drive it's something that is within one I mean if you had to say to me now today Evie you know, would you consider stopping playing the piano, stopping teaching? I say, well, you may as well take a gun and shoot me because this is my life. This is what I live for, which is to impart knowledge and a love of music as a whole, whether it be sure music or 
any choral music or piano repertoire or anything. Fortunately, I've been exposed to possibly every genre of music, symphonic music. I've played with the orchestras, chamber music. So you've traveled the world. I have traveled the world. I'm very grateful and humbly say that through the JJMC, we have been on nine overseas tours to the UK, to Australia twice, to America, to Toronto. And the most recent trip was in 2011 when we were approached to represent South Africa at the first Louis Lewandowski Choral Festival. And so between Russell and myself, we got this tour together, and it was wonderful. So I've had this wonderful, wonderful privilege. What can I say? Um, Evelyn, this concert that you're holding on the 23rd of October, okay, at 70th anniversary of Israel, and this is paying tribute to that. Yes. So your songs that you're going to sing... I'll just give a little rundown. We're going to be doing Shalom al Yisrael. We will be doing a beautiful Jerusalem medley. There's also a very beautiful song called Yerushalem. There's another song pertaining to Jerusalem, a compilation of two different songs, Ma'al Piscot and Yerushalayim Shalzahav, running concurrently. Oh, wow. And that was originally arranged for a duet, vocal duet, but I've put it into a choral quartet because we have four solos at this concert. We're also doing a wonderful work, Avinu Shabbat by Mayor Finkelstein, which will also be for four soloists and choir. We are very honored and privileged to have Stephen Lees come from London to sing with us. Stephen was, when he was still in Johannesburg, a member of the JJMC, and he's dying to come back to sing with us. We have Ava Joffe from the Marrero Trill in Cape Town, Ezra Sher, who's been a member of the choir for a long time, Ezra's the Chazan at Pine Street, and Russell Lurie, who's the chairman and most invaluable person and the most important person in the choir. I mean, everybody's important, but I mean, and so those are my four solos, but we also have some, I've given, given opportunities to other guys in the choir to do little duets because I think everybody must have an opportunity. We will be doing some English songs, You Raise Me Up. This is the moment. Wow. So we're really branching out, and there is no chazon. It's a beautiful song, Lo Milchama, that there should be no more wars. <laughs> so it's a very wide program, if I can use the word, lighter nature. Lighter nature. Lighter. Do you think chazon has just got too heavy? Or what do you think it is? I don't know. You know, it's very often people say the music is too heavy, and I say, well, what is the pages too heavy? <laughs> you know, how do you define heavy as opposed to light? It's a very difficult question to answer. I think people today are looking for compositions that they can identify with and possibly sing along with. And this is the trend that's happening in shuls as well. Gone are the days where the chazan can do big hashkivainu or hamavyabanav and avatulam and show off his virtuosity by embellishing all the coloratura passages. Today they'll say, they'll say, no, hurry up, get on with it. I want to go home, you know, for, for chicken soup, but it's already, it's going to say. So I suppose times are changing. Do you think it'll be circular? It'll come back. I'll avoid it or whether it'll be in my lifetime, I don't know. Um, Evelyn, do you want to give out details, contact details, if anybody yes. would like to get tickets? Certainly. So as we said before, the concert is on Tuesday, the 23rd of October, 7.30 at Great Park Shore. The prices of tickets are 200 rand, but this year we also decided to introduce a pensioner's rate, which is 100 rand, and tickets are available from myself. My number is 011-728-5570 or 0827042322, as well as from Russell Lurie, 082 
So please phone for tickets. There are reserved tickets. I will be doing the booking and reserving the seats, and people can collect them either at the door on the evening of the performance or from our home in Orange Grove. So it couldn't actually be easier? couldn't be easier. It Just come. <laughs> <laughs> will you be selling at the door? Yes, we will be selling at the door so, as well. So literally, if you haven't managed to book and you feel actually you want like an evening out, you'd like to be part of something that's been going on for 33 years, um, you'll be welcome at the door, you can come in, and it promises to be an amazing evening. And we'll also be serving tea and coffee at interval as a courtesy from the JHMC to the audience. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, I wish you a lot of luck with thank your you performance, so and thank you so much for coming in, and well done for your perseverance and um, pulling it together. Thank you very much, and thank you very much for the opportunity, and Shabbat Shalom to the listeners, and look forward to seeing you on the 23rd.